You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. love you father heavenly father i want to thank you i thank you spirit of the living god for your ministry here just help me with that keyboard i can the holy spirit is just really sweeping sweeping this room not sweeping it of any clean that is moving brooding there's a young lady i just saw in the spirit but i think that person is here wearing a blue t-shirt There is a young lady here, very distinct face. The Lord is really on, on this young lady right now. Father, I just want to thank you. Thank you for this house. Pastor Ikena, 2019 is a year that the Lord has tagged unforgettable for you and Pastor Chineze. For this house, it's going to be an unforgettable year. So just lace up your sandals, gird your, your loins. Before you say Jack Robinson, it will be 31st of December. So, so much speed with what God will do in the lives of the people. And it is harvest time. It's harvest time. For years of laboring in this city, the city is going to speak to you. Father, we want to thank you this morning. We dedicate this morning to you, Spirit of the living God, that you will enable us, Kirama Sakata, to bring with clarity your mind in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we want to thank you for a weekend of envisioning, a weekend of commissioning, a weekend for the commissioned. That, Father, that which you, O oh God, ordained, destined from the beginning of the ages for this particular weekend, for your people, for this city, for this nation, for our world, will be fulfilled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for the privilege to share your word. Lord, I decrease that you may increase. Lord, I ask that only that which you have, O oh God, permitted, Father, for this time, Father, will be that, O oh God, that is expressed. And I decree and declare that your word, Father, will fall on the fertile grounds of our hearts, O oh God. And that, Father, Lord, O oh God, our hearts are good ground. And the word that falls, O oh God, will bring forth a bountiful harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Can somebody shout a very loud amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Good morning, everybody. This is home. Just go very quickly to Matthew chapter 25. Again, I want to thank the apostle over this house. I want to thank the pastors over this house. You know, I want to thank Pastor Ikenna, the apostolic leaders of this house, Pastor Ikenna and his beautiful wife, Pastor Chineze. The love that she expressed for me is mutual. In fact, I have all these wonderful people around me. My heart is so large, and I try to ensure that I don't, you know, show favoritism. She's one of my really 
you know, she was there at the entry point of, my, uh, of me into Abuja. So I want to thank God for their ministry, for their, for their lives. I like solidity, and I'm a bit of an old-fashioned minister. So when you have people like Dr. Nuzor over you and all, you know, I like, I like, I mean, my book is like a mandate. Most of my research is not really modern-day prophetic, but it's theologians that are, are prophets. Okay? So I see a lot of young people to this morning. So your spirit is going to catch what is being, what I will share, because it's very important. If 70% of Nigerian population is under 35, then we want to be speaking to them. Hallelujah. Young people, I was born again at uh, just before age 11 under the late Archbishop Benson Idahosa in Benin. I was sent to secondary school. My school was right opposite where he was starting his church. I wasn't even there two weeks when I gave my life to the Lord. And when I look back now, I see that the, the prefects that we had, they were only 16. They were revivalists. They must have been. By the time you drop your suitcase, you're in Church of God mission. Can you imagine that people like Papa Ayorisha Jaffa were ushers in the place? It was really a profound um, uh, foundation. And right next door was the Oboni headquarters. And he would be hitting on their windows, come out, come out. Until dead, those windows are sealed. They won't be able to answer. Somebody shout power. That's a son of God that manifested in this nation. Hallelujah. And we cannot keep telling stories of things of the past, but we must be able to progress. Because progression is a law in the spirit realm. From glory to glory, isn't it? It is a progression. You know, progression is a law. It's a law. It's a law of the spirit that we must go from glory to glory, from dimension to dimension, from level to level. Somebody tell your neighbor it is a law. <laughs> it's a must. It's not even something that we have to beg for. It is something that does not happen unless we effect the law. Unless somebody executes law, it's not going to be, it's just going to be there. So it is a law of the spirit that you go from promotion to promotion. Can you please preach to your neighbor, to the left and to the right? It is a law. Hallelujah. Tell them get revelation. It's not something you fast about. It is not something you go to vigil about. It is a principle. It is a law in the spiritual realms that you go from level to level, from dimension to dimension. It is a law. It must happen from glory to glory. The day that you come to that realization, that's the day you begin to execute the judgment. Is somebody with me? Hallelujah. So if you were not here with us last night, we had a Holy Ghost party. We had a Holy Ghost party last night because we realized that we are standing in what is, is referred to as a strategic time. It's referred to as a Kairos opportune time. That we are, we're really like that leper at, at, at the pool of Bethesda. That this is a moment, this is a weekend given to somebody to move forward. To go forward. Hallelujah. To go forward. We realize that heaven does not speak sermons with microphone as I am speaking now. That God... Kilamasara, who dwells outside of time, steps into time to do what only he can do. 
The title of my message this morning is Called, Chosen, and Commissioned. Called, Chosen, and Commissioned. Somebody said, that is me. <laughs> uh -huh, that is me. I'm not talking about your neighbor. God brought you here because the... Oh my God, Shimasa. You have to know who you are. Those that know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. When truth is being communicated, you have to appropriate it. You know, like ATM card, you have to put your card. So that's for me. Listen, I was sitting down there and I began to pray for Pastor uh, Ikena, Pastor Chineze, Pastor Chinwe, all pastors in Nigeria, not even outside of Nigeria. I said, God bless these people, men and women. I looked at the building, what it cost them to build this. I said, God bless them. Do you know we're not the easiest people to lead? Do you know that? Is it okay? I said, well, it's a weekend of family meeting. We're not the easiest people to lead. And now, in terms of pastors, listen, if you want God to... And I, I mean, they know me. I say it as it is. If you want God to do for you what you have never seen done, if you like, fast all you like. Stay awake all you like. If you want to see God move in your life, take your pastors as a prayer point on your own. Begin to sow love in prayer. Begin to, you know, pray for... By Friday, you're praying for the message that is going to come forth, that it catch the mind of God. Pastors have blood flowing. Do you know? People pray for me in Nigeria. Pastor B, you should be... I said, I reject it. Let me, I'm telling you, it is not easy to be a pastor here. Is it okay to say that? So in my private time, they don't know this. I pray for pastors, pastoring in Africa, but Nigeria that I know, I don't know about anywhere else. I pray for pastors. Even presidency. Sometimes I'm suspicious of people looking for office. We're not the easiest people to lead. I'm suspicious of their motives. That's why you have to manifest as the sons of God because the sons of God bring the jurisdiction of heaven. They are not working by their motive. They are working by the motive of God. Are you hearing me? Because if I go by the natural, how we are as a people, we're blessed too. I worry. Is it okay to say this? Because we're not the easiest people to lead. We are very opinionated. We're largely rude. Not very honoring. We are kings on our own. Somebody shout, we are blessed. Can you scream, we are blessed? See, the phase of church we're coming into is where we're going to come face to face with truth. We will no longer operate by fear and call it faith. We will not reject and say it's not our portion. We will address truth. This is what this weekend is all about. Okay, so this is... This is you know, a weekend, this weekend is for us to understand the shift. Somebody say shift. You know, we say shift, we use words in church, and sometimes we don't sit down to analyze it. Whenever there is a shift, you leave a space. Okay? When you shift, you leave a space and something has to occupy the space. I have come this morning to tell you that this is not just a meeting. Look, if we never came, this conference would still hold. Sometimes you come into a room, you go by the numbers. Because you feel on your own, you feel insecure, you like company, so you want 10,000 people around. What if 10,000 people are around and God's not there? Kilamasoto, I told you I grew up in a church where there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, cancers being healed. This is what it's about. The solidity in this place of the word 
the phase we're going into, the next decade, I'm sure you all know about vision 2020. This decade has been about vision. In the Hebraic calendar, it's called an ayin, 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 A-Y-I-N. Ayin means I. It's a decade of the eye, decade of revelation. What you don't get between now and the end of next year, listen, the next decade, you're going to, what we're preaching is going to be like history to you. Because we're coming into the next decade is the decade of the mouth. What does the Bible say? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the abundance of revelation is what you're going to be able to speak. So this is why the Holy Spirit is getting us to have family meetings so that the things that are due us, our inheritance rights, we can appropriate them no matter how young you are. From age, from the womb, they begin to speak destiny to you. By the time you come out, you know you carry kinship. You see the Islamic kids? Go for Islamia. They know the Quran. They can. I mean, now you get into a taxi in London. The taxi is evangelizing you. They're giving you scriptures, scriptures that Christians cannot quote. They're not giving you Quran, Pastor. They're speaking from the Bible. Matthew chapter this verse that said, the prophet Jesus said, they're giving you scriptures. But see, we're still talking to our children. In a, we're still having house girl wash them at age eight. Uh, we're having three nannies for. For one child, we're just fooling around. Kalamusa takita handaya. We're fooling around. We're fooling around. We're fooling around. Really messing about and not coming into our identity at our purpose. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, let's just go back. It's really crazy. This weekend is about you. Look, look. This weekend, when it's gone, it's gone. We have to understand the spirit of God dwells inside of us. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 2, I believe somebody was quoting it yesterday. One, one, uh, no, 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 no. It's in the, in the review of the conference last year where Dr. Onuzo was referring to verse 11. That the Spirit of God is only the Spirit of God that knows the mind of God. Just as your spirit knows your mind. And verse 12 begins to tell you, it says, uh, yeah, it says, for what man knows, verse 12, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. Why? That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Can you take one second to look at that scripture? So there are things that have been freely given to us by God. Only the Holy Spirit can help us appropriate them, embrace them. They become our lifestyle. One of those is that you are a son of God. We go from being children tossed about by every wind of doctrine and we enter into identity of sonship. That's the realm of power. And it's a matter of choice. Do you want it? Do you not want it? Do you want it? The phase we're coming into is phase, you see, this is the, the called, the chosen, the commissioned. We are entering into real teaching seasons and you will see fewer and fewer people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because the promise of miracle by man is going to continue to that is, they won't be able to give you what they promise that they can give you because they're not God. So we're coming into the era of the true church that Jesus said he would build. Hallelujah. Lima Sakata. Kingdom is power. This is safety. This is family meeting. Once you step out of this place, the love and the cocooning and the covering of Pastor Iken and Pastor Chinese, when you step out of here, that covering is manifesting in a different way. Okay? It's a different way now. You're there. You are not seeing them physically. They are not seeing you physically. You are now there exposed to the elements. Is that okay? Are you hearing me? You're there. Taxi is passing you. Boss is passing you. Muslim is passing you. Christian is passing you. 
people are watching you how you translate what you hear is now what is going to put you in bad stead or good stead is that okay somebody say i'm catching it by the spirit hallelujah somebody say i'm catching it by the spirit somebody declared there shall be no gap in understanding say pastor b i'm getting it hallelujah we're one in the spirit so the bible tells us that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god there are things that have been freely given to us by god that the enemy seeks to lock us out of but we must know them and we only know them by the spirit of god the entire from verse 6 of 1 corinthians 2 it tells you this is what the jews thought they knew but they did not know and they crucified the king of glory but not knowing that in crucifying the king of glory that we were going to emerge a people that are giving nations to take to run a people that are giving oh my god a people that are carrying the kingdom of god carrying something that is oh my god see do you know why the devil doesn't want us to be like they used to say in those days warded i've been through many foundations of uh, of faith warded uh-huh trim in those days they would say you're warded you know because he knows that a warded believer is his worst nightmare he can't deceive you he's a he's a liar you can't have prayer meeting one hour and you're binding him only one bind is gone have you seen people say went for deliverance two weeks what kind of demon takes two weeks to hear i don't know where you went because legion left so we're coming into a time of correction of a lot of these you know philosophies where did you go though you just went on holiday if that if that demon has taken two weeks to come out i'm sorry you were in the wrong place you were in the wrong place the demon outpowered you so yesterday we began to see yesterday that we needed to embrace our identity this is a very quick recap we needed to embrace our identity as sons of god it's one thing Pastor Ikenna declaring manifestation of the sons of God. If you, if you see the, it says manifestation of the sons of God conference. That is, there is a progression. Okay, in the years that you've been having the conference, sons of God, we've been, you know, manifesting, manifesting. Because we're not one day wonders. We're not microwave Christians. Our revelation is progressive. Every year we just hear more. And we know more. And we manifest more. Hallelujah. So there is nobody saying to us, you must manifest by this year or you're disqualified. We're never disqualified. The cross has settled that. We are never disqualified. We were qualified before we were even born. Hallelujah. So we saw number one that we needed to embrace our identity. So if we embrace our identity as sons of God, then we are not going to be people that are confused because we will understand that a son has an inheritance. We saw that number two, that a son has an inheritance. So you're a son in, and listen, why this is a, 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 a family meeting? Because family starts somewhere. Hallelujah. We saw that. Micah chapter four, and we saw that from Isaiah chapter two. But we said, look, you now have to operate in an inheritance mindset. If you do not operate in an inheritance mindset, you wake up and you say, Nigeria is the Lord's and its fullness thereof if it belongs to my father it belongs to me you won't be reading newspaper buying magazines 
watching people living lavish life and just wishing one day, one day, one day, one day. You will understand you are supposed to be far and above that, determining how the wealth of the nation is distributed. Is somebody happy in, to be in the house? Are there sons in the house? I wouldn't want you to make noise this morning. You know why? Because we're going to be interceding. The, the, the sound becomes the intercession as well. Because Amos 3 says that the Lord, the lion has roared, who will not fear? He said, the lion has roared, who will not fear? The word of God is a roar. Don't just take it as text. Say the lion has roared. Who will not fear? He said the Lord God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? Say when you have got the revelation, you will, your speech will change. You will begin to prophesy. Prophecy means accurately determining and perceiving the mind of God. You will begin to speak the mind of God and no longer your mind. You will not speak out of your fear. You will not speak out, out of your circumstance. You will not go to prophecy conference. You will be, it's automatic. The spirit of God that dwells inside of you, you come to submission to that Holy Spirit. The spirit of God will begin to direct your thought. You will come to your senses because he has not given you the spirit of fear. He did not give to you the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of sound mind. So your mind will come to soundness and you will begin to speak the way you're supposed to speak. Correct speech, sound speech, intentional speech. Your speech will be like javelin is hitting the mark because it won't return to you void. Are you understanding me that that scripture works out through you, your God on the earth, that the word of the Lord out of your mouth will not return to you unaccomplished? Did you know that? If you don't know that, catch that as a son of God because maybe that's why that situation is still waiting. Because you're waiting from, for God to come from heaven to execute that promise. But Jesus redeemed us, Kila Masakata, redeemed us back to the promises of God so that we become executors of his will that you can stand on Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11 and you decree a word, it's not returning void. It's not going to return to you void. It will go forth. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. And the Bible says it will not only accomplish, many people just have faith for that. He said it will prosper in that thing, which means it will bring about a complete change of atmosphere, change of condition, and it will be permanent. This is scripture. Job 22, 28 said, you will also declare a word and it will be established for you. What about verse 30? He said, for the inner cleanness of your hand, he will deliver even the guilty. Pastor Bikono, he will deliver even the guilty. So if you don't come into position as a son of God, you're delaying people's destiny and purpose. So for the innocence of your own hand, because it's not your own righteousness, it's the righteousness of Christ that you carry. If you execute it, he said, you will deliver even the guilty. There's an existing word, Psalm 32. He said, blessed is he whose sin is covered, whose iniquity, transgression is forgiven. They did it all, but because of mercy, because you asked. Isn't it awesome? So we looked at it. We have to embrace our identity and begin to manifest like this. We have to develop inheritance mindset. I have an inheritance here. We cannot live in postponed hope. Tell your neighbor postponed hope is not your portion. No, 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 no. You can't be saying, <laughs> or maybe you live in the past. <laughs> when uh, Obi was Obi, <laughs> when I was Julie, uh, I used to. Somebody say, I canceled that spirit of used to in the name of Jesus. When I, I, I used to, when I was, you are now. 
You stand in the present and you call the future. Somebody shout future now. Yeah, the future comes to meet us. That's why we're a new creation. We cannot live in postponed hope. Okay, so inheritance mindset is the second thing you have to be aware of. Because Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So I command healing of the heart. We will not be in postponed hope. We will not be thinking of things that could have been that are not. We are sons of God. The earnest expectation of all the creation, they're waiting for us to realize who we are. Come into our identity, embrace it, begin to move in it, so that it shall be well with nations, it shall be well with peoples, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Then we looked at yesterday that we need to be people who understand times and seasons. Seasons and times. Ecclesiastes 3.1 tells us that to everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. Once we come into revelation of that scripture, we become a people that move in peace. We're not competitive. We, we don't create rivalry. We become true governors, true sons, true managers of the inheritance of God that we carry. To everything there is a season. Which means no matter what you do, do you know there is even a time for war and there is a time for peace? Ecclesiastes 3 just lays it out for you. To everything there is a season. The power of meditation we must embrace as sons of God. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. No matter what you do, no matter how much you strive, there is a time that everything comes into fusion. Malakiza, fusion, synergy, past, present, future, come and answer yes, sir. Because you must manifest. Luke chapter 1 verse 8, talking about John the Baptist. Talking about, I love the word of God. I don't know how people, I don't know, I don't, maybe because I'm a lawyer by training. The church is not, it's not a theater. The word of God is power. Hmm? Paul the apostle says the kingdom of God is not in word, it's in power. 1 Corinthians 4.20 So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Do you know if you agree with me that today is your day of manifestation to Israel, it becomes so. No matter what you have been through, the desert experiences, wilderness experiences, when you think about them, you know, you say, okay, fine. The, he grew. This is the man of whom the Bible says that no man born of a woman is as great as this man. No man born of a woman, no prophet, nobody has ever been as great as this one that is being spoken of. But the Bible says the very least of us, the very least of us is greater than he. It says the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Uh -huh. So this one that is so great, he grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. There is a principle, there are laws in, that govern the spiritual realm. There is a time for manifestation to Israel. A time for people to know who you are, what you carry. And Jesus came and settled it that we should be a people that should be in peace about things happening around us but seek to understand our time of manifestation. Hallelujah. And even if you miss it, Ephesians 5.16 says you will always have opportunity to buy back time. Redeeming time. 
That's what we're doing here. Perchance, times have come and pastor has preached and preached and preached and you have been saying, who are they talking about? Another opportunity comes. That season is called fullness of time. Full circle. In a full circle season, there's nowhere else to go but up, out, forward, breakthrough. Because the breaker just comes. There's nothing. That's the thing about God. That's why the devil runs around because he knows everything is settled. So he confuses us, tries to weary us out, kill, steal, destroy. That's his ministry because he knows our case is very simple. So remember, identity, embrace your identity. Remember that? Inheritance mindset. Understand seasons and times. And now I pick it up now. I'm going to be very quick. And the I believe the fourth point that I was making was that we needed to be, become a territorial governing people. Hallelujah. Why? Because we have been given territories to man. Psalm 24 verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and all of its fullness and the people that dwell therein. So the problem solvers are there. Who God will use to change this thing you're praying? You know, my destiny agent, come. My destiny agent, come. That prayer has to change. We are coming into a time. You say, I am someone's destiny. I must manifest. I am a destiny changer. I manifest. I am. You've got to begin to pray for yourself. Turn that prayer to yourself. You're carrying solution, guys. The devil wants us to, to postpone hope. You're looking for someone when you are the one. You are the son of God. You're looking for a person that will solve a problem. Maybe they are not the ones that God ordained to solve it. Then the person comes and solves it and becomes a master over your life. You need to study Romans 6. Just as sin can become your master, any sin that you are, you are tied to becomes your master, your ogah. That is how who you give your life to because you think that's, that's the person that's going to give you your, your breakthrough becomes your organ. So this morning, we're picking it up. We're called. We're chosen. And we're commissioned. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 20, verse 16, that the first shall be the last, the last shall be the first. And the Bible begins to tell us that many are called, few are chosen. But I've come to announce to you that we are inside the called, we are inside the chosen, and we are commissioned. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. I said you have the permission. You have to roar. <laughs> you have to know how to roar. He said the lion has roared. God roars through you. We're entering into a phase of the, not we're entering into a phase of the kingdom. I don't want to make you feel comfortable. I want to say to you that we are we're in the fullness of the apostolic age, kingdom age, kingdom age. Everything that you have been taught here is manifestation time. So this is just really, this conference is helping you to understand God's clock. I've got to tell you the truth. There's nowhere else to go but to manifest. Honestly, because if you retreat, you're going to meet some heavy, heavy principalities. They are not baby demons. Because they know that where the church is now is her finest hour. They know that we have entered into the time and the realm that Daniel prophesied of. Where those that truly know their God. Do you know what it is to know God? Knowing God is not coming to church. Knowing God is not attending meetings. That would be the very least that you would do. 
Hey, knowing God, you know, you begin to ask for nations. You begin to ask for the church. You begin to ask for money to fund everything by yourself. Do you know that God funds through people? Do you know as an intercessor in England, God gave me a dream about how light will come to Nigeria, his glory. And Lord asked me to believe him for a business. He said, I'm going to give you seven, $6.7 million, he said. And I did not know that there's a man of God in the, I believe, 19th century Reese House intercessor. If you're an intercessor, you don't know that book, then you need to find out about Reese House. And the Lord told him he was, I think, $7.2 million, million, I think it was. The same figure God told this man, God told me. He said, I'm going to teach you how to generate power, how it is generated, how it is uh, distributed and transmitted into homes. And I remember sharing this dream with my uh, mentor uh, there in America. And she said, oh my God. She said, God gave Fuchsia Pickett. Fuchsia Pickett is a matriarch of faith who's going to be with the Lord, an American, a great teacher of the word of God. That God had given Fuchsia the same dream. But you see, I'm a Nigerian. I mean, I, I come, God, God, I come from a place where I could realize that dream. Somebody say, I love Nigeria. I come from a continent where everything is not working together as yet it looks. That means that it's a place where dreams can be built. What the enemy meant for evil, God turns for good. It looks like a place of chaos and there is no shape or form. But you remember Genesis 1. That means God, God has his people here. Their hands are not going to be tied. They're going to be people who God, God can use to build. Who God can use to reform. Who God can use to transform. We don't even know how blessed we are. What we have is what probably the Western world should be really wishing they had. Because in the Western world we have centuries, I mean institutions that are centuries old. You know what you're going to do when you're age 60. You know what you will do when you're 50. But because ours is not yet structured, you don't even know what is going to happen when you're 60, whether you have pension or not. What the enemy meant for evil, God is turning for good. It means that out of this place can rise wisdom to establish a pension scheme like never before in the world. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Can you see why you have to manifest as a son of God? Can you see why we say this land is blessed? That out of this chaos, out of this chaos, just as God declared, let there be light. That sons of God must manifest and say, let there be light and begin to work. Whatever business area, whatever area of society you believe you have, I don't know how to articulate it. You have interest in, you are the problem solver in that place is somebody with me is somebody with me if you believe this just shout a glorious hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah means halal to jam halal to jam kalamo city mahanda so we're called we're chosen and we are commissioned we are problem solvers where we are the least of us is greater than John the Baptist. 2019, 2018, God has gathered us. MSG conference. The title this time is commissioned. It's risky. <laughs> what you hear, you become responsible for. 
Do you understand me? So long as you're sitting down here, you have come in agreement. You're saying, God, here am I, send me. You have come to receive an endorsement from God that you are already commissioned. Go with me to the meaning of commissioned again. Commissioned, one of, in fact, I'm not going to go too deep into it so that we can move on. Commission, one of the meanings of commission is instruction. Commission is an instruction. So commissioned means somebody carrying instruction. Hello? Instruction. Can we just look at Proverbs 4.13? Commission means instruction. A commissioned person means somebody that is carrying an instruction. That is fearful, isn't it? You're carrying God's instruction inside of you. And the instructor, the Holy Spirit, our teacher, is inside of you. So unless you connect with the instructor inside of you to help you, because he's your helper, he's your teacher to carry out the instruction, life can be passing you by. You may be in the middle of the queue when you are supposed to be at the head of the queue. You may be even the last one on the queue because you're thinking generational curses. I cannot pass them. My ancestors, my ancestors. But God said he will visit those sins to the third and fourth generation of those who hate him. Everybody in your generations could not have hated God. So you will never be able to come into revelation of generational blessing as long as you allow the weight and you don't realize that you're a son of God, you're not embracing your identity, you're not moving in inheritance mindset, you're not understanding seasons and times, that even if you missed it last time because you didn't have full revelation, revelation is progressive, I have come again this year, I have come again, and this time, like the persistent widow, I'm not living the way I came, the Lord says there's healing here, I'm tapping into it, he says there's keys to homes, I'm tapping into it, he says he's dealing with accommodation, I'm tapping into it, and I'm tapping into more that has not even been mentioned take firm hold of instruction do not let her go keep her for she's your life take firm hold of instruction take firm hold so commissioned like i said is an instruction a command or a duty given to a person or group of people matthew 28 19 matthew 28 19 Matthew 28, 19. This is the instruction. Go, can we all read it together? Quick. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Go therefore. Go therefore and make disciples. Is that an instruction? Is it a command? Is it a duty given to a person or group of people? Given to who? Hallelujah. Only three people agree. Given to who? Giving to who? I want us to shout, you know why? For so long we have whispered. We have been in fear. We have not moved in the kind of influence that we can just say a word and we can determine how our nation is going. Somebody scream me. me. Hallelujah. You have to know how to put your... Mark 16, 15, please. Hallelujah. Mark 16, 15. Mark 16, chapter 15. So this is an instruction given to a people who must carry out the instruction. So this weekend we have come to examine, yes, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You may not hold the microphone on the streets. Your business is a pulpit. 
Your office is a pulpit. That table is a pulpit. Yes, wherever you go, you are carrying the pulpit. The altar of God is in your heart. You are such a peculiar person. Romans chapter 12 is amazing. You are the priest. You are the altar. You are the sacrifice. It's all happening inside of you. And your mind has to be renewed daily so that you can fulfill this purpose that God has given to us. Hallelujah. So coming this morning, we're looking at the fact that we are called, we are chosen, and, and we are commissioned. And I'll try to bring us five things that I think we, with five principles that I believe that we need to look at so that we can emerge, we can answer yes, sir, to this call. Five principles to fulfilling sonship. Because this is really about sonship. Uh, and, and the Bible tells us in Romans 8, 19, you know, that the earnest expectation of the creation are waiting for us. As a matter of fact, I love the way the message translation puts it. The message says the created world itself can hardly wait for what is coming. Isn't that awesome? I want to add that they can hardly wait for who is coming. He said the created world itself can hardly wait for what is coming. That is, there is an expectancy. There is an expectation of your neighbors. Even the grass where you live. Even the animals, the trees. They are waiting for you to come into the realization that you are the answer to somebody else's prayer. Because you see, for them... They are looking at you. For you, you are to be looking up. From whence does my help come? Where does my promotion come? Elevation comes from the north. You are to be looking up. They are to be looking at you. They are saying, who are these people called to look up and bring and create Bethel so that angels ascend, angels descend? Who are these people carrying the altar of God that their hearts become a place where divinity meets humanity? Their prayers are answered. So, there are five things I think we need to be aware of for us to fulfill sonship. We have to be very much aware. We have to understand that we are called. We have to understand that we are called. You have to understand that you're called. Matthew chapter 20 tells you that you, have to, you don't have to wait for anybody to tell you you are called. When you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, you signed up to be part of his family. You signed up to be part of his army. You signed up to be an ambassador. You signed up to be a... a you didn't sign up because you have problems. Church is not a place for solving our problem. Yes, the Lord meets us at our point of need, but he makes us problem solvers. Church is where we come to receive calamar from the Lord that we become, we're saved to save. Is that okay to say? Yes. So you have to understand number one, that you are called. 1 Peter 2, 9 tells you that. You know, exactly what God said to Moses in Exodus chapter 19 verses 5 to 6 if you reference that. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 we saw that yesterday. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9, you know, Tells us who we are. We're a chosen generation. We're royal priesthood. We're God's special people. We're already chosen. The Bible, this is not exhaustive, yes, but you are the ones chosen by God, chosen for the high calling of priestly work. High calling of priestly work, not just shallow, chosen to be a holy people, God's instrument to do his work and to carry out his instructions. So 1 Peter 2 9 tells you that. Okay? Second thing that we need to be we need to be aware of to fulfill. The call of sonship in this hour, in this season. Because God does not give us revelation outside of context. Somebody shout context. 
That is, God is a framer. Tell your neighbor, God is a framer. When you have a, a picture that you really want to preserve, you like it, you look so beautiful, don't you frame it and you hang it up. You frame it, you want to preserve it. God is a framer. Hallelujah. So God will not give us revelation, just he frames it within time, within space, within destiny. Every day already has what God has appointed for it. Psalm 19 verse 1 tells us that. So understand who called you. All right, we have to understand the God that we carry inside of us. So the, 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 the saints in a, Paul prayed for the saints in Ephesus that their eyes will be loomed so that they understand really who they, uh, who, who's inside of them. Let's be quick. And we, heard, we read from 1 Corinthians chapter 2 as well that the Holy Spirit helps us to understand, you know, uh, who called us, who's inside of us. So we, we need to understand why we are called. We need to understand why we are called. We are called to assignment. We are called to assignment. We are called to assignment. I was saying that every day that God created has already what God has ordained for that day. So Psalm 19, you know, begins to tell us, you know, how the heavens declare the glory of God. Even that which is revealed at night, the day begins to speak. Hallelujah. So yeah, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the family show his handiwork. Verse 2, please. And uh, day unto day utter speech and night unto night reveals knowledge. So the knowledge that is revealed at night, you begin to utter it. That's why we have to be people that use our voice. We have to prophesy. We have to use our voices because we speak the mind of God because we carry the mind of God we have to feed ourselves with the food that uh, nourishes the soul that nourishes the spirit the word of God so that when we wake up good morning is one of the most profound prophecies ever good morning the morning is good so we begin to govern that day because we have declared it good hence God said to Job in Job 38 verse 1 he said who is he that darkens counsel by words without knowledge he said who is this person that is talking without even having the truth of what I mean. Who is this person? And God begins to ask him in verse 10. He says, have you commanded in the morning since the dawn began? Because you ought to know that, you know, that night after night reveals knowledge and day on today utter speech. So the knowledge that is revealed at night, the day begins to, you govern it. Sons of God are governors. Okay. You are governors. I'm coming to that because that's how I'm going to finish to let you know what you are. You are governors. A governor is a steward. A steward is a manager of household estate. Household estate. So you have to see Nigeria as your father's estate. You see, many of you are modern Christians. You never saw farm. You are, many don't even, I don't know if many know their villages. I'm not talking about you sitting here. I mean, many of us are very modern our kids don't even know village, they don't even know language, all of that. But I'm saying that if we so it becomes difficult for us to even understand land issues. See, losing our culture is going to be a big deal. You know, so to see the land, the nation as an estate, because it's framed, when you buy land, you put stakes, four corners. Okay, so that anybody that encroaches, you know, becomes an encroacher. But if we don't know about land, purchase of land and what it looks like and the stakes that are put, you know, to delineate, I'm a lawyer, to state, to frame it, then when we're talking about the land as an estate, it will be difficult to understand. You see, it's, this thing is called Hebraic thinking, Hebrew thinking. 
Okay, God is a Hebrew God. It's very much like the Igbo language. That's why they say that the Igbos are close to the Jews because the Hebrew is a language of pictures that have number value. So this word that we read, we must have the picture. It comes with the picture. When you have, that's the power of meditation. Meditation helps you get the picture. And if you get the picture, you enter into the picture, you wear it, and it becomes you. It's a settled matter. I have the mind of Christ. You can't tell me I don't. It took me seven days meditation on that scripture, and on the eighth day I went to say it, I couldn't say it because I had become it. I had become it. I now had it. I operate in it. So we have to understand these things. Back to our slides. So we need to know who we are. We need to know who called us. We need to know why he called us. I want to be very quick with why he called us. This is very key. What is the text for our conference? The earnest expectation of the creation awaiteth, awaiting for manifestation of the sons of God. Who are the sons of God? Romans 8.14 defines who the sons of God are. The sons of God, as many as are led by his spirit. They are people that are led by his spirit. Do you know many things? You know, we talk so much about prophets, prophetic, prophet, prophet, prophet. A lot of people that we are called prophets, prophets, they are just really people living out their sonship. They are being led by the Spirit of God. Prophecy is one of nine gifts. It's one of nine gifts. You know, we can't dwell on prophecy, prophecy, prophet, prophet. You know, prophecy is one of nine gifts. In these end times, you need discerning of spirits more than you even need prophecy. You, you need, need discerning of spirits. You need word of knowledge. If you're in the marketplace, you're a business person, you need word of wisdom. You need to be able to bring one word that turns that boardroom upside down and they just make you CEO. Bam! Word of wisdom, supernatural ability to bring divine counsel. You will just bring one bam! It's a take. The CEO will say, I can now retire. I have groomed somebody. They didn't groom anybody. It happened to a lady in my church in England. They would just give up. Say, you go. Kalamusa Kata, do we want this? These are the sons of God. That the nine gifts are flowing. Paul did not say take one and leave the other. He said the manifestation of the spirit. Didn't even say it's something you're going to go and fast and vigil for. They're already inside of you because the Holy Spirit is there. He said the manifestation, you know, put a key in the car. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Take off. So the moving of your car is already is given to us by the Spirit of God. And so we allow people make a huge ministry from something that we all have. Pastor. Something that all or everybody here has inside. Someone we're just dancing. They've paid the price to now come and be telling you what you can be telling them. Anyway. So we have to understand why we're called. We are called to manage the earth for God. Psalm 24 verse 1, I've told you. We are called, according to Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 14, to become channels, channels, channels for the knowledge of the glory of God. Not just the glory of God, the knowledge. The knowledge of the glory of God. Tell your neighbor, not just the glory of God, but the knowledge. So you are called to be a teacher. 
you are called to be a demonstrator of the glory of God so that they know what it looks like. The glory of God. Two Hebrew words. Shekinah. No need for bleaching cream. You will just be shining. Why are you shining? They'll see you. They see me. Ah, Pastor B, you're so yellow. You're like half cast. It's the glory of God. The Shekinah of God. The brilliance of God. Yes. Jesus went through it. Moses could not even look at the tail end of the passing of this glory. Come on, guys. Come on. Jam your hands for Jesus. Ah, Moses said, I'm not leading these people unless your glory. Because he had tasted of it. He knew that this thing, you can't lead these people. He said, if your glory does not go with me, I will not go. Lord, show me your glory. Somebody shout, Lord, show me your glory. Lord, show me your glory. You know, a lot of us, you know, bam, selfie, bam, selfie, bam, post. The glory of God. They can put temples. One person's own will just. The glory of God. Another Hebrew word, very quickly, kabod. Kabod, weightiness of God. You see people, have you seen people sometimes? They are just so angry because they've not been given respect or honor. They are demanding it. They are demanding it. Do you know who I am? Why, how dare you talk to me like that? Do you know who I am? That's not for sons of God. Kabod, the Hebrew word, means the weightiness of God. His excellency, his dignity. You will just come like that. We had a driver like that. My husband is here. By the time he dresses, you'll be calling him sir before my husband even. That's a man that has a revelation of sonship. Chica, he, I mean, by the time this guy, you, through that guy, I understood sonship. I understood kingship. This guy knew he was a king and he lived like a king. And I mean, he lived in the future. He dressed like where he was going. So the glory of God is, you know, is a distinguishing factor for us. We're talking about why we are called, I'm going to just round up everything, okay? So we have a sphere. So this glory of God I'm talking about, your sphere is the earth. Though. And the, that earth where you work is where you start to practice. Because the church is your instruction center. Hallelujah. This is the instruction center. Out there is where you carry out. But you have to understand that you are called, that you are chosen that you're commissioned, that you're carrying an instruction. And we say in this season, now God is talking to us as one body, that we're having family meeting, because this is the season of the elevation of the, of the mountain of the Lord's house above every other. We understand that. It's exalting above every other hill. We understand that. So this is the time that the church is taking her place as a governing territorial people. We need to understand it so we know what authority is given for. So we must understand why we're called, that we are called to manage God's resources in a place. So you cannot not know what God has blessed your land with. That thing that God has blessed your land with, you are supposed to be the first partaker of that. If it is oil, if it is gas, the church is supposed to be the one sending the people that are first partakers. Believers are supposed to make money from it before anybody else. Because that money they make from it becomes what they finance the gospel with. What they look after the estate with. You're looking at me like this oil money self. Let it be go. You're not interested. That's the problem. The devil is a liar. Me, I have delivered myself of that grasshopper mentality, that church rat something. The people that are using it to fly pli uh, private jet, do they have three heads? Do they carry green passport like you? Rise to that your feet and say, God, give me Nigeria for my inheritance. Quick, quick, quick. Quick. You can't sit down. This kind of potent, profound revelation is coming. You're sitting down. 
God has to give you what he has placed in the land. You cannot fulfill sonship. You cannot fulfill sonship without... See, the Bible says that a poor man's wisdom is despised. It's not me that said. Solomon the wise, Ecclesiastes. He says a, a poor man's wisdom is despised. He said money answers all things. I didn't write it. It's in the gospel. It's a promise. Yesterday I showed you that every prophecy, every promise of God that is hanging, it is for generations to rise up, get a revelation and pull it down to the earth realm. Pull it down to the earth realm. Until you pull it down to physical manifestation, it remains a prophecy that is hanging there. And you want to know why you have to do that? Please give me Ephesians 3.10 very quickly. Because what I'm showing you is in, is, in, is, in, is in the book. It's in the holy book. Ephesians to the... Let's read it together. And now... By who? By who? By who? By who? Okay, sit down. Let me tell you very quickly. I only have like three minutes to go. Let me tell you quickly who the church is. Matthew 16, 18. Jesus, passing by, carried his disciples. Give me your attention now. Give me your attention now. We have seen in Ephesians 3, 10, that it is the church. The church is the only entity that can make the manifold wisdom of God. Manifold there. That word manifold. Somebody do this for me. That word manifold. You have framed it, okay? That word means multicolored. So the wisdom of God is black, is white, is yellow, is green. Nobody has it all. It means multifaceted. You can see from this side. I can see from here. The other person can see. Nobody has the wisdom all by themselves. It means multidimensional. You can see from here. I can see from there. They can see from here. Nobody has. Do you understand? The Bible says only the church. And we don't make it known to one another. Principalities and powers in the heavenly places. That's where God is calling us to ascend, elevate, far above. Because your every blessing, what you are praying for, according to Ephesians 1.4, is situated in the heavenly places. Is situated in the heavenly places. Is situated in the heavenly places. You're, so you have to know how to function there, dislodge principalities and powers, and take that existing prophecy and bring it down. There are prophecies for today. There are prophecies for tomorrow. Every day that God created, he has put activities, events. Acts 17 verse 26 tells you this. He has determined your pre-appointed times and the boundaries of your dwelling. So you have to say, Lord, if this is not the house I'm supposed to live in, throw me out. Eviction notice can be Honestly, it can be a blessing to throw you out and into the bigger things where God has ordained for you. Hallelujah. So I'm talking to sons of God here. To manifest is to be displayed. We've seen that. I'm talking to sons of God. So your times have been pre-appointed. God has gathered us here to understand that as a family, we need to discuss authority. We need to discuss power. So we saw. So in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus takes his disciples. I'm going to give you an abridged version because of time. Jesus takes his disciples to an area. Somebody shout territory. Somebody shout territory. Somebody declare, I'm called, chosen, and commissioned. Yes. So we're dealing with, you have a sphere of authority 
and we're coming, we're finishing with cultivating kingdom worldview. So now Jesus, Jesus takes them to Caesarea Philippi. And when he gets to Caesarea Philippi, he begins to do uh, uh, what I call an important assignment. In that Caesarea Philippi, what I love about the Lord, he, you know, he tells stories so that people can understand. Parables are stories about what is happening in your area so that you can understand. Um, I'm, I'm coming down to you now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So Jesus begins to tell them the story. You know, he begins to ask them, say, who do men say that I am? Because it's very easy. He's dealing with their worldview. Somebody shout worldview. He's dealing with how they see and how they think and how they perceive. So Jesus asked them, he said, who do men say that I am? And you know the story. Then he said, who do you say that I am? In that locality, in that territory was a shrine. And in that shrine, the shrine was set up to a Greek god called Pan. That's where the word panic comes from. Pandemonium, intense fear. Can you see what Jesus was doing? He was changing their mindset as he's changing ours. I told you I came here by great adversity. You know, I came here by great adversity yesterday. I flew many, many hours to come to this conference. So he is changing. This conference is a transformation one for me. I am having my personal encounter with God with authority. I'm not who I was two days ago. I'm a different woman. I'm a different picture. I am seeing things differently. I believe in God's timing. I believe that great things are going to come out of this conference. And I take authority over anything or anyone that will say it will not be so. It shall be so. I stand in the place of my calling, my commission, and my authority to declare that it will be so. If I went through what I went through to be here, I draw a line in the sand of history and destiny. After this conference, you will not be the same. You will operate. You in a new mindset that great leaders uh, great entrepreneurs are going to be raised out of this assembly that money will not be an issue that errors and hers there are many but many more are coming to this assembly some will come all they are coming to do is to pay bills watch this they write it down all they are coming to do is to pay bills i don't talk much about money but when i do it happens I went to a church in Abuja and God was given opportunity for the men in the church to purchase a car for the pastor. I did not know. And the pastor, you know, sometimes we tie the hands of our leaders. My hands are tight, so I don't talk about money too much because it's such a big deal for us. And I did not know that in this church, my friend, the pastor was saying that he's, I'm, I'm, I'm still coming back to Matthew 16. Don't think I forgot. He was saying that his assembly can give any money for program any amount of money if you say 100 for program and it seemed normal that was their culture somebody shout culture yeah they could give but once you say give to the pastor they get upset and it was okay by him he was said i said no i smell something wrong about that i said i, can't. I reject it i said i judge it in the realm of the spirit i shot its altar the devil is a liar why will they give anything for a program but will not give to you that is wrong it's a wrong order and apparently they were upset that I said they should buy upset. I don't say what I haven't heard God. I said, I'm going to lead this prayer. We were having a, pa a pastor's prayer. I, said, I will lead the prayer. I said, upset. I will lead the prayer. Malika Bahanda. Sometimes you need something to provoke you. Like Penina, I led the prayer pastor. It was a Friday. By Tuesday, somebody brought this man a state of at the latest Range Rover that had not been seen before. But was not from the church. 
The harvest went somewhere else. Somebody say, God forbid it. I say, God is it's an entrepreneurial spirit. You understand? You know, this next that is next to you is a long story. It's not a today's story. It's not P2B became governor. This is the 50s. Like my mother, them buying and selling my mother's type of business. You understand? There is an entrepreneurial. I can, the Holy Spirit, honestly, I see it here. The Spirit of God is pouring out. The angels are pouring out. I can even see the basket pouring entrepreneurial anointing. No, you guys, don't be quiet. No, I'm not, I'm, listen, I'm not a conference speaker, so don't take it lightly. Take every word I say, and I need to hear that amen. I'm going to scold you now. I don't want to prophesy to unbelievers outside. Pastor Iken and Pastor Chineze are very dear to me and everybody at the front. So please, I've come at it. Don't be quiet on me now. This is a word church. I know this church. I know your history. I need you to respond to heaven. I need you to get off your high horse and respond to heaven now because many of you will never be the same again. No, no, no. I know this church. You're not one of those people that have to say pray after me. Declare after me. You know the word. You know your positioning in God. You must, I command every spirit here to align with what God is doing, that the spirit of God is raising entrepreneurs here. We no longer want a broke body of Christ. We don't want a broke, flat out, needy church. We're not a charity organization. We are the sons of God and we have to manifest as sons of God. Sons must know their inheritance. They must be prepared. They must be mature enough to be given a nation to run. No, 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 no. The days of waiting for someone to tell you to say amen is over. Come on, church. We have to grow up. Body of Christ in Nigeria, Africa. Rebo sete mahandaya. So Jesus took them to Caesarea Philippi. Because he needed to shift their minds for what was coming. And in there was a, 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 a shrine. There was a worship of Pan. You see, he took them to an atmosphere of fear. And he began to ask them, who do men say that I am? Everybody began to, who do you say? Who do you say? What's your personal revelation of who I am? And out of Peter came and he said upon this rock I will build my church and the word there is not brick and mortar he said I will build my ecclesia I dare to prophesy that after this session that there is coming a revelation of the ecclesia greater because it's here greater revelation because what you know I can feel it here what you know you're going to begin to dispense because what you have is what is lacking the word what you have plenty of is what is lacking so out of your plenty you're going to go out and sow into famine Amos 8.11, you can put it there while I'm still talking. There can be a famine of hearing the word of God. 
the father's church the father's church the lord has come here to unveil some things to say to us we're in the day of the father's church the men in our ministry will tell you god told me that this year was the year of the man was the year of the man say because it's the year that his house the mountain of his house will be elevated god said order is coming it's the year of the man he said i will restore the man i saw oil flowing down hands of men christian men he said because it's a decision making year for the nation it's a decision making year for the nation a year of choices he said money is going to be very critical do you know a nation can be born in a day do you know you're in a country where by sight your life can change monday to sunday there are not many nations like this how nigeria is so blessed do you know you're someone that can finance the next president of nigeria you just pay for the thing bam settled god just needs us pastor was saying that maybe why my husband is here. Maybe why I will follow them to carry form 2023. You know, some people come and they say, I want to run for president. But what they're doing is they're ascending. They know they won't win. But that authority, when you run for president, will you run again for House of Rep? You're now operating at the mindset of a president. You understand? And you can start four years ahead of time to be praying for the money. God just needs somebody. Those that know their God shall be strong. And carry out great exploits. We have to be wise. We don't know why they are looking for this thing. So Jesus took them there to change their mindset, Pastor. He began to ask them because that was an atmosphere given to panic. The, the, the God of panic was the God there. That was what had to be dislodged by the church. He took them there to begin to deal with issues of mindset. Only one out of twelve. By revelation. By revelation. Thou art. He said upon this life. That is lived by revelation. I will build my church. And the word ecclesia was not a church word. It was a secular word. Roman secular word. Meaning I will build my political system. I will build my political system. My judiciary. My legislative system. Job 22, 28, you will also declare a word. You know, by this, the Lord asked me to set up a school of government and politics. He told me three years ago. What does it mean? Does it mean we're training politicians? It means let the church know they are the ecclesia. We are carrying the revelation for political party system until we manifest. They will just be doing PPP, CCD, ABC, they will until Kalamusa Kata. So watch this space. We are ecclesia. When we gather in church, God has taken us to the Father's church this whole time in my own time. So we have to cultivate a, a kingdom worldview that we are of not of this kingdom. We are called to bring the government of his kingdom so that the government of this kingdom submits to the government of his kingdom. We are carrying it inside of us. My text, you read it when you go home, is Matthew 25, the parable of the talent. For months, though, I would hear the Spirit of God just asking, 
what have people done with their talent? I became really panicky, pastor. I began to in intercede for the body of Christ. So what have you done with your talent? Who are you waiting for? I said, I was born again at 11. At 11, under the late Archbishop Benson Dahosa. You know when they say backslid, they backslid. I did not backslide. I just had a teenager time when I wasn't so fervent. I've literally been a Christian all my life. I'm not saying, I've not been a perfect one. But I've had that love of God. I've never, I'm telling you, my husband is here. I don't care where you go. I don't think anybody will tell a different story. I have a revelation of, of Christ. I made a choice to follow him. I'm a very intelligent person. I will not follow what I don't know. And I will not do well by what I know. I won't. I'd rather die. I have a covenant with God. I said, if you know I'm going to fall at 6, take me by 5.59. What are you doing here? If posterity, posterity will not capture you as someone who served the Lord. The king dwells inside of you. No king can dwell, come without a realm. His realm is inside of you. His dominion is inside of you. His government is inside of you. Administrative plan is inside of you. When you get to work on Monday, make up your mind to change things. This church has a culture. Do you know this is a nation? Nation in the Greek context is not just geographical. It's a group of people. What is the culture of your church? Do you know, I was sitting down there. I was literally weeping in my heart. Pastors here are overworked. Because we've become a people that don't want to use our minds. We want to be instructed. Mommy said, Mama, if somebody is your mama, you, you even need to say mama. I'm of Igbo extract. We don't, there are some things we don't do, we just act. You don't say mama. You would do somebody that has a daughter should not suffer some things. Someone that has a son should not suffer some things. I told you, the Lord told me, He said, Obi, you can build a successful ministry by honor. Many things that I have done in, in, in serving the Lord are things that I have been the first black person, woman, that's done it. I remember my mentors, this group I was part of, I, I mentioned some of those matriarchs going to be with the Lord. Matriarchs. Do you know the lady that she and her husband used to look after, late Archbishop Benson Idahosa is a friend of mine. She just saw me and loved me. Pastor, she gave me the last book. I, I could cry now. She wrote his autobiography. She gave me the very last copy she had three years ago. When she saw me in September, she ran. Obi, with Angalok. How are you? God has people all over the place. We just need to manifest all over the world. The earth is his. I've seen wonders. Can be told. I want to pray those wonders upon you. Do you know that many of you here, listen, the Father's Church. I don't even have the time to do the mathematics. I'm seeing a new foundation being dug. Pastor, I dare to say this. I don't know how long you have been laboring for, but a phase is finished. You're entering into a season, or not a season, because sometimes we don't even, we, look, we don't have language to articulate. So we say a season. But these are seasons of ease. Yeah. Seasons of ease. This place is called to raise men, but in a different way. So that new way is coming. And if you are a man, you better run and carry others. 
Because God wants to raise some kings. I told you I went to Lagos. I don't know how many years ago. They didn't have oil. God said, tell them. Today they are talking oil. There are many things I could tell you stories. We want demonstration of the spirit and power. I come from a church. I grew up in a church in England. And I, I have my pastor's letter. I can give them to give you. Where he testified that I led the prayer that birthed the revival. So you don't tell stories unless there is any. This is testimony. Not a storyteller. I'm actually even telling you this because of what I see is going to happen here. You will never be the same again. Raise your hands. Raise your hands to heaven. That guy in a blue shirt. I don't know what you do here. Do more and more. God is honoring you for faithfulness. God is honoring you for faithfulness. And, and, and God, God is increasing sight. There's something happening with your eyes. You're going to be seeing beyond. You're going to be seeing beyond. Take it. Take somebody hold it. Jesus. You're going to be seeing beyond the ordinary. Pastor, your seasons of ease have come. Almost like a young man, God, but God's not taking you to retirement. The eldership upon you is beyond imagination. And because you are so wonderful and lovely, you want to keep it all together. You want to just so protect them. But your seed is about to just go all over the place. And God is increasing your capacity. Amen. Even Atlanta you went to. God is giving you Atlanta. Amen. God is giving you Atlanta, Pastor. Please stretch your hands to Pastor Ikena. Pastor Ikena, I just can feel the, just the approval of heaven all over you. It's just so much. Father, I pray for a demonstration of your spirit like never before here. Oh my God. I just really thank God for a true man of God. There are many questions your heart has asked. You have asked God, why is church, the body of Christ in the state? Why are things frayed? Why are people doing this? You have sought to walk in the straight way of the Lord. You have, you have labored to walk in the straight way of the Lord. And the Lord has sent me to say to you, son, this is that hour, this is that time. And the Lord says, Lima, there is a changing of God's going on. And the Lord has raised you as a father, not just in the city, but in the land. And the Lord says to you, oh, do not look at what you see with the natural eyes, but seek to see from through my eyes. Just the way he took John the Revelator. Emeka, I want to just thank God for your life. Again, your eyes. Father, I want to thank you for eyes that will begin to see beyond. And I hear pneumatica, pneumatica, pneumatica. God is bringing you a love for exegesis, the breaking of the word in a way like never before. You love the word. Receive it in Jesus' name. Father, I want to thank you. Father, that which she has been pregnant with a new breed of women father let her birth 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 with fire birth with fire birth with fire birth with fire and circle this city daughter for have i not called you as a deborah oh jesus raise your hands to heaven somebody Rima Satama. I don't know your connection with this house, but I see a portion for you. Father, I just want to thank you that your being here this morning is not an accident. Receive it. 
in Jesus name thank you father just raise your hands to heaven your spirit man has supported me throughout this as I have preached Lord do for him what no man can do in Jesus name thank you Lord please just raise your hands to heaven just say God if not now when if not now when if not now when if not now when come on somebody if not now when come on somebody if not now when please a hunger hunger if not now when when if not now somebody behind her please somebody behind her take it to the next level to the next level if not now when if not now when somebody if not now when if not now when come on son come on son come on son if not now when somebody just release a hunger here a hunger if not now when if not now when somebody please if not now when somebody behind her if not now when oh lord if not now sir there is a freshness coming there's a wind a fresh wind coming thank you lord if not now when there is something about you i don't know if you're in business if you're not receive it receive that at grace receive it sir oh you are a man of the world Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Release a hunger here. If not now, when? It's our portion. It's our portion. It's our portion. It's your portion to be blessed. It's your portion. It's our portion. We are blessed. It's our portion. Come on. Size your portion. Galima Sakata. It's our portion. It's our portion. Ministry of Defense open to you. It's our portion. Father's Church. Father's Church. Father's Church. Elevate Max. Come here quick. Quick, 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 quick. Run, run, Max. Quick, quick, quick. Somebody behind him. I pray for you. Rescue Now. Shamosa. Quick, 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 quick. quick, quick. Resco Hitaya, Rebo Sete Mandaba, Ria Masahan de Bosete. If not now, when? If not now, when? If not now, when? If not now, when? Lord, do it, do it that your name may be glorified, O God. Rebo Sete Mahandaya, Resco Tate. Run, you gotta run, you gotta run. You can't run, anybody you can run. Hallelujah. If not now, when? Come on, somebody. Oh, <laughs> 
message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Barnex Squarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.